Welcome, everybody. Stay with Sons for Dale. And coming at you with a Solutions Watch. If you're a Corbett Report uh, fan like myself, he has a Solutions program because we get talking about all the problems from here to the end of time, and everyone loves it and make money off it, but nobody ever talks about solutions. What can we do about things? So, Devin Rose, I met him a couple years ago. He's a friend of the channel. Uh, welcome to the program. He came up with a solution for, we'll get to that in a minute. Devin, how are you? Welcome to the program. How you been? Steve, uh, very good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was it was four or five years ago at a Catholic Answers conference, and you had all like the traditional books. And um, I gave a talk, but I was just starting to go to the Latin Mass at that time and, and had come across all of your stuff. So, um, yeah, very good to be here and get to chat with you. That was cool then because I, I was a fan. Of, I read your book, uh, was it Protestant Delusion? And you have two of them. And then you come up to the table. I have a fan of the thing. I'm going, hey, <laughs> this is. Um, I think I just passed 100,000 subscribers, maybe, maybe at 80,000 or something. I brought Ryan Graham with me. We both shared a table, I mean, a six foot table for two groups. We're like, hey, man, you want to split this thing up? Let's do it. And uh, yeah, one of the guys there comes over. I know the channel. I'm going, I was not expecting that at all. So I thought that was cool. And then you go surfing. I'm going, I want to go surfing. Why, why am I at this table? I already talked to everybody here. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. What projects you got besides sure. the one we're here for? Yeah. Um, well, you mentioned I have um, two apologetics books that Catholic Answers published over the years. One's called The Protestant's Dilemma. Um, the other one's called Navigating the Tiber. This is basically your, you know, your standard uh, Protestant apologetics that, you know, Catholic Answers does really well. And then um, the other thing I have is I have a Novena uh, mobile app and website called Pray Catholic Novenas. So it's a mobile app that you know, helps you to, to pray novenas. Um, and then the last thing is um, Lionheart Catholic, which is uh, two books. And it's basically how can you get prepared both spiritually and naturally um, for the dark times that we're living in. Yeah, and there's you had the uh, the Pray Catholic Novena's website up right there. That's it. So you can, it's CatholicNovenaApp.com or just search for it. And there's this is the website where I have all the novenas, and then you can get the mobile app. Um, and then Lionheart Catholic, you can get the books for, from there. I sell those two books at cost, and there is a, a membership that people can join if basically they want to, you know, talk about how can we survive as Catholics during these dark times. Of course, maybe we don't survive and we all, you know, meet our Lord sooner rather than later, which is also one way to work this out. I tell people, go to confession. You never know you get when, when you'll get nuked. <laughs> That's right. And we're, we're working toward that, you know, as a country. We're doing a pretty good job. <laughs> and the final one is member drive. So everyone, their brothers heard about uh, GoFundMe, taking away people, refunding, blocking people's fundraisers things of that nature. I can't remember who else was doing that was the nine people. GoFundMe was the main one. And everyone writes me also on top of this. You probably get the same thing. Where can I go? What can I do? I mean, PayPal's doing this. Patreon's canceling people. Everyone, their brother's canceling somebody. I know some guys that are making, you know, Catholic emails. Uh, we got Spiritus TV. There's a Catholic alternative for YouTube. Everyone's making alternatives. But this is an alternative for fundraising. So GoFundMe and others here, what made you guys come up with this besides maybe that's the softball, hey, duh, <laughs> you just said it. But what made you really go, hey, we need to we, we need to create something to combat what's going on? 
Yeah, great question. And um, my uh, co-founder, Ryan Hanais, who uh, may be joining us, may not, I'm not sure if he can make it. Uh, he has a lot of history in working on donation platforms. So we see what's happening out there and man, even taking donations or someone contributing to your cause, you could get blocked, canceled, et cetera. Um, and so we thought, can we come up with a donation platform where um, we're not, you're not going to be canceled. And, um, and I'll share more about that whole GoFundMe uh, history here in a sec, but also that was very affordable. So it's low cost so that most of the donations are going to you and not to this other platform. Um, so that was the, the initial genesis for Member Drive. And um, so Member Drive, it is an online donation platform. Competitors would be GoFundMe, GiveSendGo, DonorBox, GiveCentral. A lot of different parishes, Catholic organizations use these other uh, donation platforms, many of which are, are, are quite good. And, I'm, and so, um, you know, we're trying to build a little bit better of a mousetrap, but also be very favorable toward Catholic churches, dioceses, nonprofits. You can use it as an individual like GoFundMe, but it does require an extra step. So um, before I get to that, um, let's let's maybe talk about GoFundMe and what they did. Um, do you want to start there, Steve, if I yeah. mention that? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so some of y'all probably heard about the Canadian uh, trucker uh, protest that happened. So this was during the, you know, the, the stuff from a few years ago, and they were protesting the many terrible things up in Canada. Well, $10 million was donated to them through their GoFundMe campaign. And GoFundMe said, eh, you know, someone knocked on our door from the government. We're not going to give you this money. And then GoFundMe said, you know what? We're going to actually choose a different group of our choice and give the money to them instead. <laughs> well, <laughs> people went ballistic, obviously, because what we gave money to this cause and you're giving it to random other thing. Uh, and so eventually GoFundMe caved to the pressure and they gave back, they refunded the $10 million to the people who donated, which was better than what they were going to do. Um, so right there, then you saw that GoFundMe was, was, um, uh, could do this and would do this. Uh, and that was very disturbing to a lot of people. One, one way they're able to do it, and this gets to where um, with Member Drive, there's an extra step you have to take. Namely, uh, you would currently set up a Stripe account, okay? So a Stripe account, Stripe handles a lot of credit card processing, bank processing under the hood. Well, what Member Drive does is we never take custody of your money. So someone donates to you. We've just set it up where it automatically then goes into your Stripe account. And then you have it set up where that Stripe account transfers to your bank. With GoFundMe, they're holding your donations. And then they, you set up, you know, the connection with your bank, but then they choose whether they're going to let you take that money and go, you know, into your bank account. So there's that extra step in there that gives them the opportunity to basically block the funds. Does that make sense? Right. So, um, right. So, one then of the features we wanted right away with Member Drive is we don't touch those funds. They go to you. Um, the the uh, one of the other things too that, that you'll see with 
uh, with GoFundMe, it's very attractive because um, GoFundMe for individual um, campaigns, you know, let's say someone's medical bills, charges 0%. Okay. Well, 0% is, is as cheap as you can get, right? But as you, as you may have seen, what they'll do is they say, hey, but please send us a tip. And that tip is a little slider. It's almost like Instacart or one of these food deliveries. It defaults to 10, 15% of a tip. So people then feel like, your donors feel like, almost guilted or obligated. Oh, well, I, I should, I better tip, you know, to, to keep that platform going. They end up paying a much higher percentage. So for in comparison, member drive takes a 1% fee. That's what goes to the company. Well, people then on average, you know, tip 5% or some number. And, and then your donors are ending up giving more money to this donation platform, one which is even hostile to, you know, a lot of our values. You go. And you can't go anywhere anymore without somebody wanting a tip. Domino's. You go up there. Hey, give me a tip for what? Manning the cash register. Just, so everyone's right, trying to get more. Yeah, people get offended, right? And so one of the things with Member Drive is we said, how low could we make our fee? And one percent was kind of the magic number. Uh, and in comparison, the nearest competitors to us, um, most of them take two percent to four percent. That's pretty common. When you get to something like Patreon. Right. If you want to have a membership through Patreon or something that can take 10 percent or 15 percent. So uh, member drive does. You could do a membership type of platform like Patreon. Uh, you can give members updates and exclusive content. So one of the things we offer is how do you keep people who've donated in the loop with what you're doing in your campaign? What's the progress you're making toward? Um, you know, building your church or, or, you know, making more videos on your platform. Uh, so you can keep them updated and have that members only content for them or also make content that's public. So that's one of the things that we then have with member drive. Incidentally, we're eating our own dog food as the expression goes, because here in Tyler at St. Joseph, the worker uh, parish, we're actually building a new church because we're bursting at the seams. And so we're using member drive to, uh, you know, take the funds uh, so that we can build this, the new church. Yeah, that's it right there. Tradition and beauty is the name of our, our capital campaign. Very good. I guess you go up here and just, just have the updates on here. Is, uh, just well, yeah, and actually you just showed me, I didn't realize we just hit $1.4 million mark. I, we've got to send out a, a, a notice on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there, there's, um, uh, Right there, we have a bunch of the different updates. So we just started a, a novena, ironically, uh, to, <laughs> speaking of which. Um, and, and so you can then uh, update people. And then if you go to leaderboard, for example, this shows, and haha, guess what? I didn't game this. I, I I am honestly at the top of the leaderboard. It's, you know, so, so this is a, one of the features that we offer is, some people call it peer-to-peer -peer fundraising, mm -hmm. social, it's, um, and effectively, when you make a donation, you can then get a magic link. And then anyone who who makes a donation through your magic link, hmm. that gets like credited to you. You don't get paid any money. It's all it's all like a gamification type of idea. But it's like, oh, that person you know recruited this many members to donate to this cause. So these people are real people who have um, you know not just made a donation of some amount, but also gotten other people to join.
got others to help out. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm at the top of your census fidelium one too there. You are. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're at the top of everyone's leaderboard. <laughs> hey, this is the only other one I've donated to. So <laughs> you're the Tiger Woods of memory drive right now. <laughs> Well, I guess Tiger Woods of 2012, 2015 time. <laughs> yeah, back in his heyday, right? Yes. So, and it, you got articles out here just to talk about fundraising platforms, deep dives, explore member drive, memberships. And you can create as many of these as you want to. Like if I have, for St. Joseph, you can create 16, if you want, 20 different campaigns. Correct. If you're wanting to do whatever you want. Yeah, for example, this is phase one of our campaign. There's three phases in total. So we'll have these different phases. Uh-huh. You, know, you could decide, hey, I want to help my friend, you know, translate these books from St. Robert Bellarmine, you know, into English. That's the the XYZ project campaign. Uh, hey, everyone can donate to that. So it's kind of like your, your hub. And then you as the admin are going to be able to see all your campaigns, the progress. You can uh, put whatever you want you know, in those, but they're, but they're separate, you know, efforts, if you will. So here's an alternative. Instead of giving out to groups that might don't like you, might give money that they make to say Planned Parenthood, maybe uh, you can know that member drive will not be doing any of that. And it's a Catholic group that is behind this. So it's helping one of our own. So it's kind of a support can, can uh, parishes themselves not say like a, they're just doing a, uh, uh, don't they do like online donations anymore instead of you, you give a check or whatever, the paper thing on the envelopes? Can they set up to be able to donate for individual masses throughout that? Or Well, right. So um, you can have basically almost like what you did for Census Fidelium potentially. And that's, hey, this is just the general fund uh-huh. or the general campaign right, that you can donate to. And let's say you want your parishioners to donate there. Well, great. You can set it up where they can do recurring um, credit card donation. A feature we're implementing right now is um, is the re- is a recurring ACH donation. So, you know, a lot of times the credit card fee, even though we take 1%, the underlying credit card processor will take anywhere from 2.2% to 2.9%. That's one of the bad things about a credit card, right? And most people... I don't know. I thought most people knew this, but maybe they don't. The credit card processors take a hefty fee. Mm-hmm. ACH, which is basically the, you know, the direct bank transfer that that is used also frequently, is a much lower fee. It's anywhere from like the base fee is maybe 03 to 0.8%. So whenever I'm donating to the parish, I like to either write the check because I know there's not going to be a fee taken, or to make it easier, I like to use the ACH. Uh, because I know it's going to be, it's more convenient for me and it's going to take less of a percent. So that feature is going in right now. And it is really key, I think, for, especially for, you know, Catholic nonprofits and parishes and dioceses to to maximize the donations they're getting. And it was super easy to set up. It took me literally seconds. I had one little hiccup and I was on my end. But outside of that, I think I set this thing up in probably 30 seconds. I was so impressed. I was like, Steve's already signed up. He's already, <laughs> he's already got a campaign. You know, this guy's rolling, but, but I don't know, Steve, you might have, I think that some people, it might be a, some people already have a Stripe account 
a lot of organizations already do. But for some people, like if you want to raise money for your friend's, you know, hospital bill, I don't know. Do you think setting up a Stripe account is a big obstacle there? Man, a buddy of mine told me to set it up years ago, and I, I did. And I don't remember it take, being a big headache. I thought it was kind of easy from what I understand. And it's still the navigate right now. If someone asks me, hey, I need to cancel this, I can look up and find who it is and cancel. And I can see the history of wherever donated, if it was a dollar or a quarter or whatever, five bucks. Uh, I thought it was rather easy. And uh, uh, compared to everything else, it's more of a credit card system anyways, instead of, uh, I know it's still digital, but it, everything right we're talking about is digital. We're online. This is online giving. Uh, I thought Stripe was easy and, and uh, yeah, very self-explanatory to put together and set up and, you know, connect it right to your bank account, et cetera. Um, yeah. And, and there is, and I also set one up because we needed one for another purpose. We were like, yeah. actually we did a, we set up an epiphany ball this past year and the online ticket system we used, you needed to have a Stripe account to connect to it so that whoever bought tickets, it could go to you. Um, so yeah, maybe that's not, um, a big obstacle for people. I've kind of been, I've, I've recommended member drive more for like the nonprofit, the organization, mm -hmm. um, rather than the one-off, you know, hospital bill for my, for my mom. Um, but it could be, it certainly can be used that way. If you're willing to take that extra step uh, of setting up the Stripe account, I will, I will say too, there isn't, there is a, there is a, a still a weakness in, in using Stripe or in using, you know, JP Morgan Chase has like WePay. Yeah. These, these companies themselves can still cancel people. Stripe has canceled some people. I think WePay canceled one of these big actors or musicians recently. I didn't follow it, but um, you know, he said something and they they said, well, we're, you know, we're we're booting this guy. And so until we as Catholics have, <laughs> I don't know, an entire banking infrastructure ourselves. <laughs> something and i know that there's some people who are trying to make like patriot banks or or that type of thing then there's always a there's no way around the weak spot of what if the government just says we're going after you yeah right yeah well guess what unless you move out of that country and even if you do they're they can they can get you in other hey, words digital currency comes in which it is all of this is buff anyways. There's not, we're not going to be able to get around it unless we cut the internet, go back to Amish, in a sense, Amish ways of bartering, trading, things like this. So when we get to CBDC, which is coming, uh, it don't matter if Devin comes up with his own credit card system, I come up with a new platform, it's over. But till now, till now that then, this is, you know, a platform. You know, you're not going to get kicked off the platform now. At least Stripe hasn't... Uh, in the big news wise, they didn't do that to, you know, people in Brazil or, or up in Canada. They see, you know, you know, you're, you're worried right. about Patreon and those other guys that are currently right. doing it. So yeah, the yeah. platform's not going to kick you. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we, um, we should have talked about this ahead of time. So I didn't step on any toes, but, um, but we'll just go for it. The, on the platform too, we're also just about set up to accept Bitcoin. Okay. So that's coming very shortly. Um, Bitcoin, as y'all probably know, is not a panacea either. You know, Bitcoin is easily tracked, but but Bitcoin, of course, because you have self-custody of your funds, 
And if you donate on the platform, it uses something called BTC pay server, which means the Bitcoin will never go to us. It goes directly into your own, uh, you know, private wallet that you've set up and only you have those keys. So I view Bitcoin as a good, um, not a total solution, but also as a good option uh, to use. If and when the government rolls out the big central bank digital currency, will Bitcoin be regulated and controlled by them as much as they can? I have no doubt that it will be. And we'll worry about that when we get to that. <laughs> right. Worry about that when we get to that. <laughs> and, and I still have hopes, too, that that we as people can, um, you know, resist, overcome, convince, whatever, to avoid that that digital tyranny that, that so many of the uh, people who seem to be in charge of the world want to you know, bring about. So I don't want to go too much, uh, <laughs> too much off into it. I got plenty on Clown Planet on this stuff, but it's it was just one of those like you were talking about that. If until we get that uh, system, nothing's perfect, and yeah, nothing is perfect. But at least the platform on this, Devin's not going to kick you out unless maybe someone's coming out. Hey, we're raising money for abortion right here. Yeah, you're going to get booted for that one. I mean, right? Yeah, and that's <laughs> honestly one of the things. If you and I haven't, I did this recently. I went on Give uh, GoFundMe. And was just like, who's on their homepage? Who would my who would my campaign be next to? And there was a bunch of woke, you know, stuff that was just you know, diabolical, basically. It's like, okay, that's what the, that's what they're featuring, right, front and center on their page. I don't know if it's on there now, but that's what they had. And right, so you're, you know, you're basically supporting that. Um, which, and I'll by the way, six years ago, my daughter got leukemia a Catholic friend set up a GoFundMe, right? This was kind of before any of this, we didn't realize all this was going on very well. At least I didn't. And um, he, he set up a GoFundMe, people donated. It was very generous. We, it helped to pay the, you know, the, the bills for the medical treatment. So like, you know, I'm, that was a useful service. And at the time GoFundMe was kind of the only game in town, right? It was very unique that they offered that. But um, uh, now though, Guess what? We do have another option um, and, and another solution. And by the way, I also follow uh, James Corbett of, of Corbett Report and uh, get his you know, solutions watch, hey. uh, you know, videos. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, one guy told me, so you must watch them all. It's almost <laughs> just I want someone asked me, hey, what kind of Catholic, pro, uh, podcast you watch? I go, it ain't Catholic. <laughs> You will, and you know what? That's it's an interesting thing about talking about solutions and about like member drive here because, um, oh, hey, Ryan. Hello. Um, this is this is my co-founder, Ryan Hinnice, uh, Steve and Census Fidelium. Ryan, Hi, Thank you. I'm very sorry to jump in late. I um, didn't forget I had a uh, an all-hands meeting at my day job. So You're fine. You're fine. Not <laughs> a problem. Yeah, yeah, no, Ryan, I already told them all about it. So everyone's on board. Everyone's excited about using yep. Member Drive. It's like, boom, done deal. Yeah, thank oh, you all for coming all right. on. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Have a great one. No, just kidding. Ryan. That was easy. All right. Good, good deal. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us why you, why was this of interest for you? Yeah, well, I mean, my, you know, I've been working with nonprofits for years and years. I grew up as a missionary kid. Um, my parents were, evangelical missionaries in Haiti, uh, as were my grandparents. And so our missionary experience um, goes far back. And I, uh, growing up as a missionary kid, I was always exposed to 
uh, fundraising, and my parents would drag me along uh, when they would go and visit churches. And I never really enjoyed fundraising, but I got to know the technical side of it. And when I became a computer programmer, one of the first things I worked on was a fundraising app. Actually, it was a missionary app. It was called missionboard.com. And that was kind of, it was a fun project, but I found out pretty quickly missionaries don't really like to pay for software. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I developed a program called Donor Tools, which um, was pretty successful and ended up um, selling that to my partners uh, several years ago. And since then, I've worked on a number of other fundraising and nonprofit apps. I got the idea for member drive and stop me if you guys already went over this, but it was, uh, I was, when we lived in Austin, I used to listen to relevant radio when I would drive and every twice a year they would do their donor, uh, drive their, uh, fundraising drive. And I got this idea. Wouldn't it be, you know, I, I donated to their don't to their member campaign. And I, I thought it would be so great if there was a way that I, as a donor, could go on and just see my fundraising status. How much have I donated? You know, download my reports, that sort of thing for taxes. And there wasn't. There was, as far as I know, there isn't any way to do that. So I started thinking about Member Drive as a fundraising tool for radio stations specifically. Um, but the more I thought about it, the more I thought, gosh, this could be really useful for anybody who does fundraising. Um, and we realize, you know, I realized that uh, this is this is something that's got legs. Um, then, then we went back to Haiti, and so in what what year was that? Twenty twenty, right? Twenty twenty, twenty twenty one. We decided to take an extended mission trip to Haiti, and so the organization that we went with asked us to to use Member Drive, and they uh, they set up a campaign, and we we created this really cool tool where people could track who had recruited the different each other. Uh, so the different donors. And so the Sean, the, the guy who um, was in charge of fundraising for our organization, he would do these shows on Facebook live and he would stream himself performing music. And then people would, would donate uh, he would make appeals and people would donate through the website and people could see who had recruited who and who the top fundraisers were uh, through through member drive and it was a really fun way to to recruit it was a fun way to do fundraising and that was when i decided you know this is a, this thing is something that we need to um we need to build out so we started building out member drive as uh kind of a general purpose fundraising tool for everybody uh who does fundraising um, then, you know, last year, um, uh, I brought Devin on because I wanted to bring, you know, wanted to make, kind of take this to the next level and was, um, you know, give it more power than, than what I've got myself. So Devin has been working with me and we've been, um, building out new features and, um, working on the marketing side. So that's where we are today. And very pleased, uh, that some folks are getting some, some excellent value out of it at this point. I didn't ask. Uh, what? When did you guys start? What? Uh, how long has it been going? A couple months? A year? Well, let's see, uh, Devin. When did we um, partner together? We partnered together last year. We partnered last year, but but you started it two or three years ago, right? I actually wrote the first line of code. I think almost 
four years ago. So I've been working, kind of tinkering on it and adding to it uh, here and there until um, last year when I really started working on it in earnest. Yeah. So when did it go live? By how long ago has it been live? Well, let's see. So we did our fundraising campaign with Haiti 180 uh, when we went to Haiti in 2020. So that would have been, I think, January of 2020, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But it wasn't something that was available to everybody. In fact, I didn't even have a sign-up form, so it wasn't. You, nobody could sign up except for you could donate, but that was it. Uh, so I think we put up the sign-up form last year and then um, started doing some marketing uh, in 2022. What kind of features are coming down the pipe? I mean, we saw the little list down below. Is there anything besides Bitcoin coming down in the future? Bitcoin is all that really matters. Um, no. <laughs> um, yes, we have pledges. Um, we have released a, a pledge feature, but it's pretty basic. So we need, we are now working on pledge payments. We have ACH. Uh, currently, you can give with credit cards, but we want to be able to give with um, checking accounts and savings accounts so you, you can hook up your ACH um, and have recurring uh, ACH payments. Uh -huh. Pledge payments, which means that if you make a pledge, you can set up a, a pledge a recurring pledge payment and have your pledge paid automatically every month. Uh, so you don't have to drop something in the offering basket or, um, uh, or remember to go up on the website and pay your pledge. That'll happen automatically. And then of course, Bitcoin. And, you know, we have some other, some other features that we kind of have talked about for the future, including, I think um, one of the ones I'm most excited about is, is publishing and so having a list, uh, having a mailing list and be, being able to um, send out emails to your mailing list will be will be very exciting. I liked how when I signed up that you had the option of uh, putting together a thank you note. I don't think uh, any other group, I, I don't think so. I, never, I haven't used GoFundMe in a while. Do they have a thank you note? But I thought that was cool that you, know, you sign up and say, customize your own thank you note for anybody that uh, donates to you. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, and I, I mean, communication is is key when you're doing a campaign. You need to keep people informed, and you also need, you know, consent for communication. So we want to make sure that we don't overwhelm people, and so there's unsubscribe tools. Um, but but currently, you can create a post, which is like a blog a blog post, and then you can have that mailed out to your list, and then um, so people uh, people can unsubscribe and subscribe to your mailing list through uh, your campaign page, and then. Um, uh, whenever you make a post, then um, people will get an email. And actually, one of the things that I like most about that feature is we have members only. We have public posts, which everybody can see. But then we also have members only posts, which um, you have to be a member of. In other words, you have to be a donating, a, a contributing uh, donor to the campaign in order to see posts. So if you have uh, members only posts, then it, it's a way of encouraging people to donate in order to see the, the content that you've posted. So in that way, it's a little bit like Patreon, where if you have, um, if you're a, somebody's patron, then you can see certain content. So if somebody's sitting at home going, is this right for me? Is this, is, could this be, I'm running a nonprofit or I'm an individual or I'm just looking to this or I'm a parish. Obviously the parish is yes, but how does somebody go about knowing, is this right for me? Obviously, just, just because it's a Catholic-based group doesn't mean you just sign up to get some money out of this thing. Uh, what are what's, what, Who should be looking in to, to get involved? Yeah. Um, 
Well, one thing, I guess it's important to, to know, you know, what we're not, we're not trying to be like GoFundMe. Um, GoFundMe is a great platform if you're an individual or if you're raising money for an individual. Uh, and the reason that they, that they're a great platform for that is because uh, you don't have to sign, you don't have to set up any new accounts or sign up for any financial services. Um, what happens is when GoFundMe collects your donations, they, they keep your donations in custody until they pay them out to the recipient. And it's, there's some conditions about how the, the funds are paid out to the, to the recipient. So, but that's, that's, it's really handy because you don't have to actually go up and create any new financial accounts with member drive. You'll have to create a Stripe account and Stripe is a way of accepting credit cards. And they also uh, make it possible to take ACH um, payments from people's uh, bank accounts. So there's a little bit of work involved and a lot of organizations already have those accounts set up. And so for some, if you have a Stripe account already, it's just a matter of connecting with Stripe and clicking a few buttons and you're all, you're good to go. If you don't have a Stripe account, it's a little bit of uh, work to, to set something up. So uh, the, the, the best way, uh, the best customers, uh, the best, uh, let me back up and say that um, if you're a, a nonprofit organization already, Member Drive is, and you do fundraising for uh, for campaigns. Member Drive is a great fit. Um, if you're an individual, um, probably GoFundMe might be a better fit. But um, you know that's not to say that you couldn't. Uh, individuals would be welcome as well. But um, you'd still have to go and get a Stripe account. Now we don't require anybody to be a, a, a financial five hundred one c three organization. Um, we don't check. We don't ask. <laughs> you could use Member Drive as an individual. Um, in fact, that's one of the things that I'm excited about. Uh, you mentioned Bitcoin earlier. Um, there are many, many people around the world who are unbanked. That means they don't have access to financial services at all. They don't have a bank account. Uh, they either, they can't have one or there isn't one available in their location. Uh, for those people, fundraising is all but impossible. So we have friends in Haiti who would love to do fundraising. They have um, a cause, maybe it's a school, maybe it's a, an orphanage or some other community organization, uh, but there isn't a way for them to do, to do fundraising because they can't set up a bank account. For people like that, Bitcoin uh, enables them, would enable them to do fundraising without requiring them to sign up for anything, for, any, for a bank account. So my vision for, for member drive is that Anybody around the world uh, who has an idea for a cause can go set up a, a member drive account, create a Bitcoin wallet, or connect your Stripe account if you have one, but you don't have to, and start collecting donations from people uh, around the world. And so that's, that's something that's really exciting to me. So for now, nonprofit organizations, uh, someday in the future, I hope... Um, to expand to even people outside of the United States and people that are unbanked. Very good. Devin, any final thoughts? Yeah. I mean, as you can see, Ryan is the brains behind the operation. I'm the, you know, I'm the looks, uh, but yes, I, the noble vision I also share uh, and am excited about. So thank you for, for having us on here to, to get to talk about this. And uh, you know, if people, if you're any readers or watchers or listeners are interested, definitely check it out.
yeah, there's a definitely got a help button down here. Uh, like I said, when I set up it, it was very quick, uh, painless, very easy. And I'm an idiot when it comes to computer stuff. So I, mean, I hit my boy up, say, hey, man, how you get the Stripe thing up? And then, oh, if it doesn't have an API, I think the API is the code. And it was on my end that I had something screwy on my end. So I refreshed it, bam, connected in a second. Uh, so, yeah, just send him a message, see if you, if you guys can't figure it out. Uh, Devin and Ryan can help you out. And, uh, yeah, man, no, it's just great that somebody is doing something it's great to see action you see a problem that's a solution there's a void let's work on something put our heads together and create something instead of man let's just complain about it for the rest of our lives <laughs> gotta, have, gotta have more of this so Absolutely. no right appreciate you guys and uh yeah no it links underneath in the show notes uh ryan any follow any final thoughts no i appreciate what you all are doing and um Thanks for having us on. It's it's so great to uh, to be able to to chat with you for and uh, thanks again. No problem, no problem. Appreciate you guys. Anyways, uh, again, links for this underneath in the show notes. Check it out. Send it out to your parish. Send it out to your favorite nonprofits, whoever you think be interested, and uh, see if we can get the uh, website moving and grooving a little bit more. Right on. Awesome.